It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Punk Rock Reflection. I'm going for a walk. Punk Rock Classrooms crew, this is Josh Buckley coming at you with my Punk Rock Reflection for this week. Uh, and last week, you know that Mike and I chatted about the idea of reactions, you know, wh- how we're feeling in the moment right now that, you know, Mike and I feel that we're a little on edge or sometimes we we might take the people around us, we're taking things that they're saying personal and reacting quickly. And you know, sometimes things just happen serendipitously, Right. We just end up getting this thing that happens to us and something comes into our lives and helps explain it or lays it out a little more. And I kind of want to talk about that. Um, I am currently, uh, you know, in a couple different programs right now. And one of them is the uh, leadership program in my district. And so I'm part of this leadership program and I'm also in uh, my title one training stuff as I'm a new title one. So we have meetings, we're training, we're talking about coaching and all this stuff. And, and one of the authors we that keeps being brought up over and over again is Elena Aguilar. And uh, my wife had been reading uh, Elena Aguilar's quote, Coaching for Equity. Uh, and currently um, on my bookshelf that I've been reading is Elena Aguilar's Coaching Teams. And uh, it just so happens that in this meeting, right after we dropped our episode, uh, this week, um, we read a section from Onward by Elena Aguilar that talks about coaching for resilience, right? This idea that we need to coach for resilience. I want to kind of talk a little bit about this idea of resilience and and what it looks like. And I think one of the interesting things is um, we have this thing in, in our district called the portrait of a graduate, where at the end of a student's pre-K through 12th grade, we're trying to build these skills and these attributes. And one of those attributes that that we want to help instill into our kids is resilience. And we could maybe ask a ton of people what they think resilience is. And, and when we were building this, we had parents, we had students, we had community members, we had staff members, we had leaders from the district come in to help us build this portrait for graduate. And we kept coming up with this idea around resilience with our kids, this growth mindset, this idea of being able to fall down and pick yourself back up is something that we kept circling back around to. And and it just hit me again, you know, how how this those things that you're thinking about or that are around you kind of come back into your life. And so this little brief excerpt that we read in in this in this group I'm in is, is from Elena Aguilar, and, and it talks about this idea of the, the moment after an incident happens, how we react or, or, or what we do and that period of time. And, and Elena says this idea that this moment between something that happens and how we respond, what's our reaction, is this thing that we need to concentrate on. That is where we cultivate she says resilience. This idea of how we cultivate resilience, and I, I thought, wow, this is this is hitting me right after Mike and I just talked about this idea of how we're feeling right now. That maybe our reactions seem a little off, and and we're feeling that someone says something to us, and then we're taking it personal, and our reaction isn't always the greatest either. And it really does 
stem or or kind of sit in this idea of looking in that space in between. And and she she adds this quote in there um, from she says an unknown origin. It says between stimulus and response there is a space, and that space is our power to choose our response. And our response lies our growth and our freedom. And I really like that quote. I really like that idea of what we do in that space in between. That's really what Mike and I were talking about. What do we look at before we make that snap decision? Before we react? Before we respond to something that's just happened to us? That's where we can build resilience. We can build this idea of, of, of wanting our students to be able to feel safe and feel that they can keep going when something goes wrong or when something isn't exactly how they'd like it to be. And, and, and I think about how do we foster that in ourselves and how do we foster that in students, right? How do we foster that in ourselves and how do we foster that in students? And, and I really think it comes down to the things that Mike and I have been talking on the show over and over again. And one of those things that we continually talk about is this idea of, you know, building that crew, that support structure that we have. And when it comes to our students, it's letting our students know that we're there for them and we have their back and letting them know that it's okay to fail. It's okay to mess something up because it gives us an opportunity to do it better. It gives us an opportunity to learn from our mistakes, that we should embrace the screw up sometimes. We should embrace things not going right because that helps us learn from what we did and we can do it better the next time and we can get better at it. We can learn from that. And it's really about creating that safe environment for our kids. And if you're a leader on a campus, it's about creating that safe environment for your staff, an environment where staff feel that you've got their back. You might talk about you've built relationships in your classroom, you've built relationships with your staff, your relationships are important to you, but I was also in a, I was in a meeting today, uh, a training with Trevor McKenzie. Uh, he's training a bunch of folks in our district on inquiry. And he talked about the idea of, you know, you, we can say that relationships are important, but have you said to your students, I've got your back when you try this and it doesn't work out, I've got your back. I'm here for you to support you. I've got your back academically and emotionally if this happens. I'm here for you if this doesn't go the way we want it to. Do they know that? Have you explicitly said that? Have you said that to them? Aside from saying like, yeah, my students, we've got a really good relationship. Have we said that to them? Have you said that to your staff? Have you told your staff, I've got your back. We're going to try this. If it doesn't work, that's okay. We're going to learn from it. We're going to do it better. I've got your back. Yeah, let's try it out. Let's figure it out. I'm there for you. What support do you need to make this successful? We have to be intentional about saying those things. And when we're talking about building that crew in our classroom, and we're talking about building that scene, we're collecting those people around us. That scene that we're talking about has to be one where your students, students know you have their back and where students feel safe to 
try things. And students know that if something goes wrong, that's okay. We're going to get better at it. And that could be students feel safe if something goes wrong in a whole bunch of different ways. Not just academically, but let's just say behavior in class. Let's just say sort of that SEL in your class, that social emotional learning. Do they see, do they feel safe in those environments as well? So that's the thing that we have to really focus in on. That's the thing I think when we're talking about resilience and our reactions is creating that safety. And it really comes down to, are we recognizing where we're at? Do we recognize how we're feeling in that moment? Are you stressed out? Are you tired? Did you stay up way too late last night? How about your students? Are they tired? Did they stay up way too late last night? Did they have something for breakfast this morning? Did you have something for breakfast this morning? Or did you just slam a coffee on your way into work? Is that going to affect the way we react when a student says something maybe disrespectful in class or a student says something that we don't appreciate or is goofing around or when we can't get students to engage the way we want them to engage? Are we looking at the context for ourselves? Why are we feeling the way we're feeling when students are, you know, maybe apathetic to what we're doing in class? When we feel students are maybe not quite doing what we want them to do? Have we let them know that we got their back? Have we let them know? Have we created an environment that fosters exploration and the enjoyment of learning? Are we creating that that in our classroom? Are we engaging them in a way where they feel safe to explore and learn and grow and fail and move forward? Are we helping build that resilience, not just for them, but also for us? So I want to go back to that, that quote again, right? So between stimulus and response, there is a space. And that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. We have the ability to choose how we respond to things. We have the ability to get better at how we respond to those things. We have, we, we have the ability to get better, to be more resilient with the way we handle the things that come at us during our day. And we can help our students get better at that too. We just have to create the environment and the space to make that happen. And again, let them know that you have their back. All right, folks. I just thought that was kind of interesting that all happened, that we just talked about that and this article lands on my lap. And then Trevor McKenzie talks today in another meeting I was in about letting your students know you have their back. I feel it all comes together and I wanted to share it with you in this moment. I had a whole different plan for what I was going to talk about, um, but you know what? Things happen and here we are. All right. Well, it wouldn't be a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if I didn't tell you what I was listening to. And I found this little album that is making my just making my heart happy. It's called Bobby Ramone, and it is a mashup of Bob Marley songs 
played in the style of the Ramones, and it is fantastic. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Bandcamp. You can find it probably on Apple Music. It's called Bobby Ramone. It's some classic Bob Marley songs, No Woman, No Cry, Redemption Song, uh, Get Up, Stand Up, all of those things, but played like the Ramones are backing him up. And it's like Bob Marley singing, but it's Ramones guitar, Ramones punk rock behind it. And I love it. It's made me super happy. Uh, So you should go check that out. Anyways, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. You know that Mike and I love to hear from you. So catch us on Instagram or Twitter. You can find us on both of those at Punk Classrooms. Uh, You can find me on both of those at Josh R. Buckley. And you can find Mike at Mike R. Earnshaw. Don't forget the website, punkrockclassrooms.com. You can find the show notes, the blog, some poetry from Mike. You can find our merch store if you're looking for some sweet Punk Rock Classrooms gear. You can get sweatshirts, t-shirts, a coffee mug, stickers, all that stuff from our Threadless store. So go check that out. Uh, And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you've got questions for us, you want to ask us something, you can always email us, uh, punkrockclassrooms.com at gmail.com. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. Mike and I'll see you at the show. I'm going for a walk. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.